problem. Your mixer or producer swamped in projects, just holding on until you come out the other side. Solution, streamline your workflow. You should be spending the majority of your time on the most impactful parts of the process, the things that only you can do. Look, we all love to be busy. If you're like me, it's probably where you basically come alive. But when you hit the point of overwhelm where you don't know if you can even take another gig, yet alone finish the ones you have, then it's time to do something about it. I've got a pretty dialed workflow when it comes to my mix work, but it's been a couple years since I really sat down and did a good audit of where I might be able to make adjustments. So I figured, why don't I just do that here live in real time? And maybe that'll spark some ideas for you, or maybe you wanna grab a pen and some paper and actually do this with me. This could be a great opportunity to just build out a game plan for how you can optimize your workflow. Now, if you're gonna do this live, then I suggest pausing the video grabbing something to take notes with, either digital or analog, and also decide what part of your workflow you wanna audit. I'm gonna break down my mixing systems, but that doesn't mean that you can't be doing this for your beat making, production, or whatever you want. So to start out, we're just gonna list out all the things that happen when we're doing a project. Try to start at the earliest point in the process and then work your way to the end. And don't get lost in details, just list everything out for now. So we'll get the pen and let's see how we do here. So the first step we'll call premix, and that is client communication. And then we've got file delivery and transfer and mix prep. And then a super important one, invoicing. Don't forget about that. I like to charge half up front, half on the back, generally. All right, so within mix prep, actually, there is file folder structures. So we'll get into the mixing phase now. For me, mixing goes down in smaller chunks of time across a few days. I like to do like a mix zero, mix 0 0.5, work my way to mix one, and mix one is the one that goes to the client, kind of like self-revising as I go. Uh, so I'm just gonna write down mixing mix pass zero, and mix pass one. And so that's gonna bring us to mix recalls. And that will usually entail mostly email or text message communication, and sometimes a live stream if needed. So then once the mix is approved, then we're gonna get into delivery and archive. And so in that process, there's going to be the mix prints, which for me is all instrumental acapella, vocal up, vocal down, TV, main mix, and then uh, stems, which vary from project to project, but fairly split out stemming. And we're going to deliver those to the client. So the next thing we're gonna do is we're gonna go back through that same list and analyze where we can improve things. Maybe we can build an automation or outsource something. Maybe there's something you can just eliminate. And you've got to try to be brutally honest with yourself when you do this. If you want to build an effective system, then you've got to be willing to accept that you can do some things better. So client communication. Uh, I have a pretty good system for potential clients to contact me on my website already and they're presented with an opportunity to book a call with me. That all works great, but I do find that I type a lot of the same stuff. So I think there's room for some email templates 
or text replacement stuff. So we'll just do email, templates, text replace. And remember, the goal here is to just list out places that you think you can make an improvement or ideas that are coming to you while we're going through this. So something else along the client communication line of things is I've been wanting to set up an intake form for new mixes where I can get some basic information about the song, about the artist, uh, references maybe, and then also billing information. I found that if you are working with an artist who is then directing you to label or management for payment, sometimes there can be a communication breakdown. So the sooner you can get that information into your system, the better, because if you wait till the end, you're gonna get paid weeks and weeks later. So I'm gonna set up an intake form with, let's see, uh, BPM, key, billing, uh, references, and yeah, I think that's it. So that'll bring us to the file transfer. I would like to find a way to automate that. Maybe they fill out the intake form and then that could trigger some automation that will send them a Dropbox file request. I'm not sure if that's possible. So that's gonna be something that I'm gonna look up. Uh, whatever I can do to eliminate back and forth and save time is the goal of this process. Okay, so that's gonna bring us to mix prep stuff. So once those files come to me, I have a script that is gonna create my folder structure for me, but I do know that there is one change that needs to be made to that. Write that down. And then the actual mix prep, the instrumental portion of things for me is very dialed in using Soundflow. If you're not hip to Soundflow, it's a DAW focused macro workflow software. It allows you to automate stuff super easily. Uh, you definitely check it out if you're trying to save time. When it comes to vocals, I've still been kind of organizing some of that manually. And so I need to build those vocal Soundflow scripts out. So we'll put that down. And then there's a lot of edits that I do that I would like to not do. So I've been talking to a few people about possibly doing some mix prep work for me. And so I'm going to find a way to get files over to them, to have them do some of this vocal cleanup and organization that uh, I just don't wanna do. I, I just wanna do the creative aspects here. So the next mix prep tweak I need to make is to my template. I wanna be able to print all of my alt mixes in one pass and currently I can't do the TV because the vocal effects are shared between the lead and the BVs. So what I need to do is duplicate those vocal effects so that there's a group for the leads and a group for the BVs and also uh, add groups to those so that plugin and automation changes will be reflected on both. So I'm just gonna write down TV mix vocal effects. I think that covers that. And so that brings us to mixing. And to me, mixing is mixing. Like I mentioned before, I like to work in smaller blocks of time, span it across several days to help keep me fresh. But I do want to look at some of my monitoring. I want to more easily be able to reference on my AirPods. Right now I use something called Airfoil, but I haven't had a chance to incorporate my AirPods into my Ginger Audio Sphere software monitor controller. I've switched from a hardware controller to a software controller. So we're gonna write down here, AirPod referencing. 
And along the lines of the software monitor controller setup, I, I need to add some additional metering. I want to be able to have a VU meter cal at minus 18 dBFS showing my mix bus level and then a LUFS meter on my post limiter signal. So I just need to do some internal routing there. So I'm just going to write down metering, tweaks. And the last thing that I would like to do, which is probably challenging, is I'd love to set up a script that bounces my mixes for me and puts them on a specific track in my session. And I know Andrew Sheps' Bounce Factory does this, so I know it's possible, but this one might be out of my scripting ability. So that might be something that I'll outsource, but I'm just gonna write down mix print script. So on to mix recalls, I don't really see a place for any templating when it comes to email communication with clients that doesn't seem necessary to me. Um, I have incorporated sampling into my process, which has been great for notes with clients. Uh, they put their changes right into the app and their timestamp. It basically gives you a little to-do list. If you haven't checked out Samply and you're mixing or mastering engineer, definitely check it out. Uh, no, no sponsors in this video, by the way. Uh, so maybe a place to explore would be automations with Samply. I know they just released their API. So I, once again, sounds like something that might be outside of my realm of skills, but if I could find a way to automatically get those files into Samply after I print them, that would be hip. The other thing that would be nice is for Samply to trigger a notification inside my task manager that I use telling me that a mix needs revisions. So uh, those are kind of complex. I'm just going to write down Samply scripts. So then we'll move on to delivery and we'll say archive. This is again pretty dialed for me already. Uh, all the final mixes and stems are put into a folder that lives on Dropbox. Maybe a tweak there is to automate that file transfer currently. I manually drag that over, but you know, if you can eliminate these little steps, that's nice. I'm just gonna write down automated file transfer. Something else I wanna do is make a checklist to remind myself to remove all inactive plugins from a session. Uh, just for archival purposes, it seems like a good thing to do so that when you open something down the line, you know that that plugin was doing something. There's none of this inactive, like, was that, you know, in use? Was it licensed or not licensed? It's like, if it's in the session, it was in the mix. So, and then also uh, with that checklist, I also wanna remind myself to pull out track presets from stuff, maybe uh, particular like vocal settings on artists that I work with regularly. It would be nice to reference like, okay, this song kind of reminds me of this song we did two years ago. Can I just pull a track preset over for that? And then also obviously, you know, if you make a cool reverb or whatever to save those, I don't do that as much as I should and it's because I forget. So don't ever be, you know, too proud to not give yourself a checklist on basic shit like that. So along the checklist admin line of things, there is an email template that I want to build here. Just put down temp, uh, email template. I want to have a template that will lay out exactly what the client is receiving with that final delivery email and what everything is for. And something to note is that if you don't have a consistent file naming structure, then you can't do a lot of this templating and automating. So make sure that uh, the first thing you do is stay organized and have a system that you can remember. And if you stick to that, it's gonna make 
these workflow hacks and just searching for a file a lot easier. That brings us to the final invoicing stage. And for me, that's pretty dialed. There's no tweaks I need to make there, but I do want to trigger a reminder to follow up with people. I'm fairly good at it, but I like to really follow up with every single person I work with just to be sure there's nothing else I could help with. You know, make sure that the master came back great from whoever mastered it, etc. all that stuff. So I'm going to trigger that reminder in a software called Notion, which is kind of like my task manager, second brain, just like my home base for life. So I'm gonna note that down. Okay, so now I've got a list of tweaks and to-dos that I can sit down and knock out whenever I have time. Hopefully you've got a list yourself or at least a solid start to one. And remember, the faster you can deliver quality work, the more projects you can do and the more you can make per hour. If you want to dig deeper into how to determine the best rate for yourself, then make sure you check out this video, which is all about how to set your rates.